Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. The Morning Huddle with David Hurlbutt. It's two games. I mean, who's long-term and right now? He's doing good. He's done well for two games. That's about all it is. I like that. Just, just keeping it uh, reasonable. Let's uh, tap the brakes a little. We don't need a statue outside Mile High yet, and I love the U2. We got Mellencamp. We got U2. This is all right in my wheelhouse, man. Love it, KB. We are making the turn here on a Wednesday. About the tee off on the 10th. Uh, appropriately, a pun intended. President's Cup starts tonight. We'll talk more about that next segment. But up next, one of our favorite guests. We did a little pitching change, a little... Swap here. She's coming in Wednesday. Buddy Andrade will be here Friday. So you get your dose of LLV, Lori Latimer-Volkman right now, editor of Mile High Report. Good morning, Lori. How you doing? Good morning, David. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. So are you wearing the blue jersey, the orange jersey, or the white jersey right now of Drew Locke as you're talking to me? Which oh, one are you wearing? Th- all three of them. Yeah, you've got them all ordered. <laughs> you've got them all. You're ready to go. Yeah, yeah, in all sizes. For you know, got got them for the next fifteen years for my boys. <laughs> I love it. No, I, folks, she's not kidding. She's not kidding at all. So <laughs> let's start right there. I mean, it's the obvious uh, place to start. Uh, look, it's a small sample size, but there are some very encouraging things. Tell me what you see when you're watching Drew Locke now through two games. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was very excited in the second game and thinking, and then like trying to keep myself from getting too excited just yet. Lori, that's but not you. That's not you. I know. Yeah, it's, I on. know it's not. Yeah. But 
when it comes to like talking about he's the next franchise QB and he's better, you know, his, he had a better QBR rating than any time since 2006, mm-hmm. apparently even better than Peyton Manning. I was like, no way that is the metric is off, but yeah. So it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of positive signs, but I think we do, even I have to be, you know, a little, we have to calm down a little bit and recognize the good stuff yeah. and not get ahead of ourselves yeah. <laughs> because it is, it is only two games and it's not necessarily against fabulous defenses. And it's against teams that haven't seen much of Drew Locke. So they haven't really been able right. to scheme for him yet because there's not been a lot of film yet. Right. I don't think that should take away from the fact that he went out and led an offense to more points than they've scored in weeks, days, months, years. Yes, I don't know. Yes. And and led them to beat a team that is a playoff contender. Like he did everything you could hope for him for him to do. So we have to be excited about that. And still, and I love we have to, Vic Fangio style. You know, step back a little bit and be like, all right, but here's where he needs to improve, and here's what we need to do, and you know, blah blah blah. So it's. It's very encouraging. Yeah, no, that's that's the head coach's job. Uh, it reminds me of what Bill Parcells did with Tony Romo when Tony did the same thing. He said, uh, let's not bust out the anointing oil yet. You know, it's game two. So I like that in those type of old school head coaches. And uh, no, you're right. When the rest of us are buying his jersey, we can do that. But I love that from the head coach. But look, Laurie, you're right. You don't throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns on your first road start by accident. So, um you know, he had the one interception, and he did stare down his receiver. Rookie mistake there, but so much good. And the, the players seem to really enjoy playing around him and playing for him, don't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, his his energy is infectious. And it's not just like, you know, he's just hyped up. He's, he's actually kind of he, – he's really enjoying playing, but he's also doing it while leading his team. I mean, there, there's a difference between just having energy yes. and having kind of that leadership quality. And that is something you can't – I don't think you can always know when you're drafting. Um, you, can, you can see signs, of course, and it's not something you can, you can just teach if it isn't there. So when it comes to life and you see that it's there and it's genuine and the players are all buying in and they – this 20 something year old kid who's played two games is, is getting them excited about playing football. Then you, to me, it's like these last two games make this whole season worth it now. I get it. And I, you know, whatever happens the next three games, as long as there's, you know, we keep building on this, whether it means a win or not, if we're building on this, on this chemistry and on this, you know, this learning curve, then next season is going to be great. <laughs> We're talking with Lloyd Latimer Volkman. She is the editor of milehighreport.com. By the way, I'm looking at your front page right now. I like how you have distributed some of these chores for the writers. It's not just all poor, you know, what was his name? Let me scroll down here. Who was getting all the work that Tim, one week? Um, Tim, well, Tim Lynch and Tim Joe Lynch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> very, very nice distribution here. I love it. Um, where are all the Noah Fant haters right now? Suddenly, I don't hear them, Lori. <laughs> isn't that isn't that interesting? Yep. <laughs> he just had such a great game, a breakout game that I think was 
as you know, as good for him as for Drew Locke to you know to prove to people it takes time. Yes. I, I've been coming along. I had some bad drops, but it's not because I don't have a good work ethic or because I don't know what I'm doing or because I'm not a good football player. It's because I'm figuring things out. And look what happens in week 14, you know. Yep. He, he looked great. And, you know, it doesn't mean we're going to see necessarily that same production this weekend. Um, but I, none of what we saw on Sunday I think will disappear. I think all of that is, you know, our – are signs of like with as far as no fans concerned that is the culmination of staying in the playbook studying continuing to look at film and figure out what you did wrong and being able to have that game slow down for you later in the season yes. and 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 really play to your potential absolutely and, and it, you're right you're showing he's showing what his potential is what he's capable of and you know you don't expect that every single game but boy you know uh, you see that two out of the last three weeks, and you're really starting to get excited. Is uh, John Elway off the hot seat at least for a couple weeks here? Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's amazing <laughs> I mean, how that works. It is, isn't it? Yep. I mean, boy, the GM and the quarterback are really tied closely together, so it's, it's interesting that he is a former quarterback. But yes. if Drew Locke had not played well, or if we'd never seen him yet this year, John Elway would have been on the hot seat. Whether he officially was on the hot seat, I, I kind of doubt, but with fans, for sure. That, that but correct, now, yes. But now, after two weeks of, of fun football, great, um, great offensive play design, so the hiring of his offensive coordinator looks more brilliant than people thought two weeks ago. Yes. Um, and then, of course, his quarterback draft pick looks great. So I think I think John Elway is definitely off the hot seat. He might even you know be on a back on the pedestal. Absolutely, and I would link one more that you said the GM and the quarterback are linked. I would link the head coach there too. And Absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing what uh, you know quarterback play could do for everybody else. Because remember, was it just a year or two ago when uh, John Harbaugh was on the hot seat, and now <laughs> look at him. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Lamar Jackson comes in, they reconfigure the offense, and uh, you know. He could be coach of the year. So uh, it's amazing what a quarterback can do for a franchise. It should be a good reminder, right? It should be a good reminder to fans to just, you, sometimes you just, just take the long view. I know that's so hard. It's hard in a season, it's hard in a game. Yeah. But when it comes to big decisions like quarterbacks and coaches and stuff, you, you have to give it a little time to develop. And unfortunately, what, when we, we have 16 games to watch that, mm-hmm. but you're really looking at months and months of preparation and practice that you need to give time. And, and that means, you know, that means a couple, you should give everyone a couple of seasons to make their plan work. G- generally, I would say. Yeah. Lori, we got a couple minutes left, but I, this is an example I use all the time. We live in a very, very impatient society. You know, if I text you, Lori, and I don't hear back in five minutes, I'm like, you know, I respond, I sent you another text, you know, where are you? Are you okay? Question mark. It's like, calm yeah. down. And, 
30 years ago, uh, this will seem odd to the millennials, 30 years ago, there were only <laughs> 79 channels on TV, and Cheers, uh, in their first season, finished 79 out of 79. Can you imagine if that happened today? They'd pull it. You know, but this right. cheers, cheers goes on for right. 10 more years and then it gives you Frasier for 10 years. Can you imagine if they were impatient with cheers? I mean, for crying out yeah, loud. No, I know. And, and if you apply it to this team, I mean, what if you let fans control it? And Scandarella was fired five weeks ago. Elway's fired after the season. I mean, like it would be a total disaster. Absolutely. And like I said, we, we have this bird's eye view of just the game, whereas GMs and coaches and players, they know what's been going on all week and all season. And that's why when you listen to players talk about the locker room and you hear them talk about how they love the coaches, like you got to listen to that because they, they're talking from a place that we don't see. And it, you know, rather than just assuming it's all PR stuff, a lot of it, if you listen to it, a lot of it is really helpful for understanding how much they're buying in to this coaching staff and to this culture. And it's definitely changing. I think this, I think this group that we've got, is is a great core, and it's only going to be good things going forward. All right, going forward, we've got about a minute left. Um, since I won't talk to you before Sunday, uh, Broncos at Chiefs, another tough one. Chiefs just went into New England, got the win. Could this be a trap game for the Chiefs, who next week have a Sunday nighter at Chicago? You know, much like the Texans beat the uh, Patriots, then next week they have the Titans. So are the Broncos finding to, you know, hitting the Texans and the Chiefs at the right time? Give me a prediction for this game Sunday, Broncos at Chiefs. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'd love to say so. I really don't think Andy Reid and the Chiefs will 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 let this become a trap game. I mean, even though they they've beaten us and even though it's at home, mm-hmm. they know we've been playing better and there's a lot of hype now about playing the Broncos I think they'll I think they'll be ready for us and I think it'll be a tough game to win because it's at Arrowhead I really wish we were playing a mile high this time yeah yeah um so I do I'm going to ah, predict a loss for the Broncos but a good game yes I think I think I think to me even if Drew Luck keeps scoring like he does and and shows that kind of ability to to help the offense get into the red zone and score touchdowns that's already a huge improvement, especially in a hostile atmosphere like Arrowhead. But if we can go, you know, a little bit toe to toe, and our I think our defense will play much better this time than they did last time. Mm-hmm. I think it could be close, and it could come down to the end. I think the Chiefs will get the edge, probably because they'll cheat and get another touchdown that didn't. <laughs> they'll, the refs will take away a touchdown that we should have gotten. But yep. yep. Hey, It'll be that, a tough one to win. I just want a good game. Yeah, that, that's what you predicted last week, and it turned out okay. So stick with it. That's right. That's right. I'm going to go 34-27, Chiefs. Hey, that wouldn't be bad. I'd take that right now. Lori, uh, thanks for adjusting your schedule, and enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Good. See you See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Oh, she's the best. Lloyd Adam Volkman. I kid you not, she's probably wearing some kind of Broncos jersey, drinking coffee from a Broncos mug right now. Come on back. One more segment to go, folks. So glad you could join us on the Morning Huddle.